0: movement, the initi- for which this holiday was created, and which in many ways is vanishing. We light a candle for everyone who has felt the effects of Hurricane Harvey. We light a candle. I want to share this poem sent by them, written by Brian Andreas, called Promise. It's <laughs> offered in gratitude to the promise made generations ago with liberty and justice for all we have not forgotten. The water washed away everything but the chance to begin again. So we came from cities and towns, from long golden fields, and we stood side by side until we made a bridge to dry land, back to a place we have promised to hold safe for each other's children, back to a place called America. I light this candle for every concern, fear, and celebration that has not been marked so far with a prayer for light and more love in this world. Pretty often, as I read material literature that's put out by the Unitarian Universalist Association, um, whether it's books, pamphlets, articles, worship materials, emails, newsletters, whatever makes an effort to articulate what you, use believe about this or that. A higher power, sacred texts, uh, life and death inspiration, ultimate meaning and purpose, guidance, practices. I think to myself, they didn't include how I think or feel about that particular this or that. I imagine that's true for a lot of you. As I read... Stuff for the meditation, or in the call to worship even, doesn't say exactly how you feel. Um, While I am a Unitarian Universalist, I think I am much more inclined towards some of the more historically Universalist ideas than some of the more historically Unitarian ideas. Um, The merger of the two faith traditions in 1961 created a somewhat awkward alliance that it's still trying to work through. Um, Unitarianism on the one hand, Universalism on the other, and, uh, you know, since the merger of those two things, the denomination has gone through all kinds of other transitions. Each of those traditions had been through a lot of different understandings and evolutions in its own right, and then they came together, and that tradition has continued. Uh, the The strain is still there between the intellectuals and the mystics, between the scientists and the metaphysicians. Uh, between the skeptics and those that are absolutely full of faith. Each of the branches has had twigs and leaves and and things that have gone in multiple directions. That history is what our roots are. That history is what we are a part of. So with all of this changing all the time, with this dyna- with the dynamic nature of this tradition that is not glued to one idea and, and stuck with the idea that this is truth forever and always and this is what we, you have to believe or you're wrong. If it's not consistent, how do we find a place that feels safe, that feels trustworthy, that feels solid, that feels like some place I can call my spiritual home? Well, you see, there are some things that we can depend on, and maybe even predict. We can depend on that there will always be people in this community that will support you in your journey. we can depend on, there will always be people in this community who will have compassion for you whatever your circumstances. I can't promise that everybody will because we're all still growing. And we don't all feel compassion for the same things. We don't all have great understanding or insight about the same things. We can depend on the intention of people here to remain open even when it's hard Even when we fail, we can depend on the idea that this body is working for greater understanding and inclusion. My personal experiences, the spiritual truth as I am given to understand it, my my relationship with that which is incomprehensibly larger than I am, point me along a path on which I am embracing concepts and language with which I grew up. But embracing all of that with an absolutely different understanding and orientation to what those concepts mean and how I would define the words that are part of that language. I'm even becoming quite comfortable with new takes on Trinitarian explanations of a sacred mystery. Source and ground of being. And I realize and know that flatly that is not true for probably the majority of the people in here. I am not here to change your perspective. I am not here to convert you. I am here so that my heart and understanding can be stretched by you. Because that's what keeps me on the path that I think is worth being committed to. Uh, From one of the uh, daily meditations that um, a priest named Richard Rohr sends out, he was talking about the story of Noah and the Flood, which is in Genesis 7. Um, Let me read part of that, or let me read this. The story of Noah and the flood is filled with insight. Although I do not really believe God killed all the people on earth and saved only one family, God tells Noah in the story to bring into the ark all the opposites, the wild and the domestic, the crawling and the flying, the clean and the unclean, the male and the female of each animal. Then God does a most amazing thing. God locks them together inside the ark. Check it out. Most people never know that the story says God actually closed them in. God puts all the natural animosities all the natural animosities, all the opposites together, and holds them in one place. I used to think it was about balancing all the opposites within me, but slowly I have learned that it is actually holding things in their seemingly unreconciled state that widens and deepens the soul. We must allow things to be only partly resolved without perfect closure or explanation. The ego always wants to settle the dust quickly and have answers right now. But Noah's Ark is a demonstration that is not meant to be a cute children's story. It's a metaphor for people of God on the waves of time. Carrying the contradictions, the opposites, the tensions, and the paradoxes of humanity. Preserving and protecting diversity inside a safe unity that he would say is created by God. Thinking of it merely as punishing bad people only appeals to the lowest instincts and puts us back into meritocracy. where if you're good, you get good things. If you're bad, you know, like Santa Claus. It's no accident that animals are deemed worth saving and that the covenant God proclaims after the flood is with every living creature. It says it three times. It doesn't say a covenant with humans. It says with every living creature. I don't hear that a lot. I didn't hear that growing up in the church I grew up in. That's kind of interesting to me. These things are part of of those stories that kind of got left out when I was a kid. I think it makes the stories fascinating, however you understand them. Anyway... God's gathering of contraries is, in fact, the very school of salvation, the school of love. That's where growth happens. Uh, Forgiveness becomes central in the teachings that follow that. Um, Forgiveness reveals three goodnesses simultaneously. When we forgive, we choose the goodness of the other over their faults. This morning in the, in the adult ed class, um, one of the people in attendance was sharing that uh, there was a study that showed marriages last long when they move quickly to healing and reconciliation, to forgiveness, and when there's a, a, a store of positive regard and you know, where they lean towards each other when there's division or problem instead of away, And those two factors are, I think if I said them anywhere near correctly, are, um, are able to, with some accuracy, predict how long a marriage will last. Now, that kind of reconciliation needs to be a part of our relationships, not just with our spouses or significant others or children or my mother. (laughs) But those relationships and these. So when we forgive others, we choose the goodness of of that other over their fault. We experience participation in something that allows us more likelihood of forgiving ourselves. the more ready we are to forgive other people, the more able we become to forgive ourselves.
1: Now, this may be a chicken
0: and egg thing. So we have chicken or eggs. <laughs> And finally, when we forgive, we touch something that is bigger than our human reactions. And develop that pool of positive whatever that we can draw from for other circumstances. There is a place for you here and we will also encourage you in finding and cultivating that place within you, not just here in, front, in the outward expression, but encourage you to develop that place for yourself that you carry with you. This is the work of healing the world. I am grateful for you, every one of you. Let us be grateful and together celebrate this unique place and this dynamic faith.